There's a new movie out about the GameStop stock frenzy from just a couple years ago. I'm waiting for the one about the AMC stock frenzy so they can hire someone to play Nicole Kidman in that video they play before AMC movies as I watch it in an AMC theater that had the video already play in front of it. It's like Inception. This video is brought to you by AG1. Go to drinkag1.com slash Dan for a special offer and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle and this is my review of Dumb Money which spent a week in limited release and is now in many theaters all around the country. Dumb Money's from director Craig Gillespie who brought us Cruella and I, Tanya, and the script is from Orange is the New Black writers Lauren Shuker Bloom and Rebecca Angelo. Dumb Money is a term that's used in this movie by Wall Street investors, professionals if you will, to refer to retail investors or you know normal people like you and me who are buying and selling stocks at home. Dumb Money's also a term, by the way, that I've been using a lot this week, as in, Cast Media still has all my dumb money. This dumb money, though, concerns the 2020 and 2021 GameStop short squeeze, basically a time when hedge funds on Wall Street were betting that GameStop stock would go down in value and put up short positions that would enrich them as the stock continued to drop, and retail investors decided to buy the stock, causing the price to go up, and the hedge funds to lose money, while the new investors became theoretically rich. Of course, one of the conflicts in this situation is that the retail investors who were driving up the GameStop price were only rich on paper until they sold the stock. However, if they all sold the stock, then the price would continue to go down and the hedge fund guys would win. And this is actually the most interesting dichotomy in this movie. I wish that they'd actually focus more on it because it is a legitimate dilemma. Inevitably, this movie will be compared to another movie about Wall Street, The Big Short, which covered the 2008 financial crisis because there is some overlapping subject matter. But I think the distinguishing factor is that The Big Short had a bit more focus than this movie. I've been reading Mel Brooks's autobiography recently, and he talks about how in the great comedies, there's an engine that drives the story. So for example, in Blazing Saddles, it's not just a random assembly of jokes. There's an engine that drives the story, which is racial discrimination and prejudice. I think that there was an engine that was driving the story in The Big Short, and I think that there's also less of one in Dumb Money. It is much more of a collection of events rather than something that's driving at an overall point. Paul Dano is the star of the movie by default as Keith Gill, an online investor who starts a revolution by sharing his opinion that GameStop stock is being undervalued and should be bought. This grows into a movement that consumes Wall Street power players played by Seth Rogen, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Nick Offerman, as well as the co-owner of the stock trading app Robinhood, played by Sebastian Stan, and a collection of characters that are unrelated except for the fact that they also buy GameStop stock. This includes Pete Davidson as Keith's brother, Shailene Woodley as his wife, America Ferreira as a struggling nurse, a GameStop employee played by Anthony Ramos, two college students, and an unrecognizable Dane DeHaan in a particularly enjoyable role. The information that's in this movie is really interesting, but it is just a bunch of information without a whole lot to anchor itself to. There's an attempt to sort of center the movie around Keith and his family, but then the movie spends too much time setting up other characters and their stories for Keith's story to really break out from the pack. The Big Short, to continue the comparison, did have an ensemble of a lot of different characters, but it seemed like there was this core, and you got to know some characters better than others, and I didn't really get that feeling from this movie. It's not 
not just that it suffers in comparison, it's just that The Big Short does have some elements that this movie didn't have. I do have to give the movie points for ambition because it does try to tell the complete story of Keith and his family, the retail investors in GameStop, the controversy around the stock trading app Robinhood, the collapse of Wall Street hedge funds, congressional hearings about the entire affair, and in the process tries to craft a message about the everyman taking on the elite. So it's not that they didn't try to do a bunch of different things with this movie, but I think it also suffers from a desire to talk about everything involved with the GameStop story, and I think that that is driven by the necessity to be first, to get this out as quickly and as completely as possible to basically give you a fire hose of information without really taking the time or even having the time to process it and decide what it means. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. I do think that it's possible to make a movie about very recent historical events. Zero Dark Thirty, for example, hit theaters only about 18 months after the events that were depicted in the film. But Zero Dark Thirty was also a movie about events that were largely settled. The raid happened. We know what the outcome was of that raid, whereas there seems to be so much that's unresolved still with this story. This is a movie about the foundational elements of our economy being turned upside down, where the people that run Wall Street were instead in the passenger seat, and other people were writing the story. And what we still don't know right now is, was this a blip on the radar? We had this kind of surge in retail stocks, but the movie is also saying in many places that the game is rigged. So is it eventually going to be rigged against people? Will this ever happen again? What are the ramifications of this? What is ultimately going to happen to GameStop? It does feel like you're telling this story in many ways before the ending has really been written. It reminded me in some ways of... Oliver Stone, when he made his movie about George W. Bush while George W. Bush was still in office. I think sometimes if you want to make a movie about recent history, you still need to let things sink in a little bit to really understand what the thesis of your film is going to be. And I think that's what this movie is missing. It's interesting. It has some good performances. It has some funny moments. But I don't think it has a thesis, largely because nobody really knows what it means just yet. With a little tweaking in the narrative or maybe a few more years in the oven, this is a movie that I think could have gone to the moon. Instead, it does get a bit of a lower grade, it's good rating on my sliding scale with some particular praise for the performances and several funny moments. I suspect this is one of those movies that has like a four hour cut out there where every single character gets its due, but that would just be a completely uncommercial movie. So if you're just looking for a recap or a refresher or to relive everything that happened with GameStop, then I think you'll probably enjoy this movie. If you're looking for something deeper or perhaps a little bit more insightful, I don't necessarily think you're going to get a whole lot. There are some character moments, but as far as the overall story, 
there's not really much that they can delve into, but still I would say overall it is an enjoyable way to spend your time. And really even though it does suffer from a lack of deeper meaning, maybe because it's short-sighted or maybe because this event won't have lasting consequences, it's still an interesting story and it will always be an interesting story, even if it's just an oddity or a footnote in history. And so on that level, I also think that it is worth your time. So those are my thoughts on Dumb Money. What do you think? Will you be checking it out in theaters? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this video, AG1. This episode is brought to you by AG1, a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. You've been hearing me talk about AG1 here on the channel for a while now, and I've been drinking it for a while because routines are tough. Every single day when I'm running the channel is different from the day before it, and I never know when I'm gonna get up, when I'm gonna go to bed. So it's great to have something like AG1 in a very chaotic time that helps me to prioritize my own health in an easy way. It's just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day, and that's it. I've stuck with it not just because they sponsor the show, but because it feels good to know that I'm giving my body what it needs every day with such little commitment when it comes to time or complication. If you've got time to stir some powder into water and drink it, then you can take AG1. Each scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, which means that it can benefit everyone differently. I like the support for gut health and my immune system. I'm getting to a point with a wedding coming up where I cannot get sick, and AG1 is there when I need it, and comes in convenient travel packs. So if I'm on the road like I was this week, I can bring AG1 with me. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com Dan. That's drinkag1.com Dan to check it out. Thanks to AG1 for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching. Be sure to stay tuned right here on the channel. I'll have my weekly coming up show coming out tomorrow. Then we'll have charts with Dan next week. I'll have my review of the new film, The Creator, also next week. I'm very excited to talk about that movie and we're moving into a lot of things on streaming, a lot of things theatrically, maybe some sort of a breakthrough with the writer's strike and or the actor's strike. And if that news breaks, of course, I'll be here on the channel to break down the details of that deal or no deal as soon as we know what's going on. So a lot of different things going on in the next week to two weeks. Be sure to stay tuned right here to the channel. Until next time, thank you so much for spending part of your day here with me. Stay safe and I'll see you then. Bye.